Hey, Santa Rob here, and we are at the Dayton, Ohio Gem City Comic Con. And uh, just going to do a quick impromptu here. I'm sitting at the table with Ron Brown from Once Upon a Platypus because, well, that's what I do. Hi, Ron. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderfully, thank you. How about you? It's a, it's a fun day. It's, it's a good day for day number one here in Dayton. It's a little slower than expected, but hey, it's a nice day outside, so people are probably taking advantage of it till later. That could be. You, you never know at the, at the cons. This, and this is one where there's a lot of artists, there's a, there's a lot of authors, there's a lot of uh, comic book trading. There aren't any TV or voice actors here, so it, it's a little different crowd than the last few shows we've done. So, anyway, this, this is what number, the, this is the fourth Gem City Comic Con that we've done together. Yep. And uh, Gem City's always seemed to treat us fairly well. I agree. We've done reasonably well here. It's not one of our best, but it's definitely not one of our worst. It's it's been one of the fun ones because it's close closer to home and it ends at a reasonable time. And the organizers here seem to know what they're doing compared to some of the others that we've experimented with. And a lot of a lot of uh, friends that we get to see year to year. That's fun to to catch up with. Yeah, and and this is year number eleven that I've been tagging along with Ron doing comic cons. So it, the more we do this, the more familiar I get with them, and the more more of a chance I get to steal Ron's friends from him. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I think it's friend number eight now that you've stolen from me. <laughs> it's, it, it, I don't purposely do it, just everybody loves Santa. It's true. What are you going to do? You can't fight Santa. Ho, ho, ho. You know, Santa <laughs> is the number one, number one superhero of all time. It's true. How can you fight that? You, you can't fight it. I mean, you could say I can't fight this feeling, but then then I'd be forced into singing, and nobody we, we really don't, wants no, that. I don't need that. So, anyway, what, what what's your take on the Comic Con situation for this year so far? As far as what we've done on all the cons, yeah, I mean, just the general feel. Uh, as the year started, it was pretty good. We, the Indiana Comic Con that was probably my third for the year, and that was a record breaker for me. Um, and even the ones prior to that, I did pretty good at since then it's slowed down a little bit though the, the last couple we have have not met expectations this one jury's still out but we're but we, you know no matter what we always have fun that, that, that's true and that's that's part of the fun doing it's like you mentioned earlier we get to see some people that we haven't seen in a while and joke around with them and and obviously you and i joke around all the time anyway but you know it's there, there's I, I, you never know what to expect of these. It's true. Well, and from year to year, they're different. They One are. year, it just depends on who knows. I mean, I'd like to be able to figure out what it depends on and be able to take care of things that way, but you just never know. You'd think it's the economy, but then you go to another con where they spend ridiculous amounts of money on the celebrities, so it's not necessarily the economy. So yeah. I, I have no idea what what prompts people to come to or not come to conventions. And celebrities, that that's an interesting breed in itself because you, you feel that the more that there are, the better it is for everybody. Not necessarily. Yeah. A lot of people that do celebrities just do celebrities and don't even, they kind of stick their nose up at uh, the artists and authors. And, and, and on the celebrities, back to the economy, they're anywhere from 40 bucks uh, autograph to wow, what yeah. have we seen? Five uh, hundred, probably. Yeah, and some of the, and it, every year 
the bigger artists go up, so the the smaller art, the the bigger celebrities go up, so the smaller celebrities feel they need to go up, and it's just a, a pissing match along the way, and and it gets out of control. Where some, you know, some extra in a TV show 20 years ago is getting fifty dollars a an autograph when nobody even knows who they are. Right. Uh, the, the the thing I have hard time wrapping my mind around and I'm probably a minority in this but our voice actors is I appreciate what they do but I don't want an autograph from somebody that I can't put a face with and I think that's generational because I think if there were some of the voice actors that we grew up with we may think differently I think if Frank Welker or uh, you know somebody like that that did the voices of the cartoons that we grew up with we'd, yeah. we'd, we'd be more likely to at least find our way over there whereas we don't watch a lot of the current animated shows so it doesn't mean that's what it means to them so i guess what we're trying to say is we're old <laughs> you're old i mean i'm still young you're just a few months younger than me and don't forget that i won't you keep reminding me well and then going back to what you said about uh about the cons well we're trying to figure out we don't know if it's the organizers if it's the cities we just don't know what that flavor of the town and that demographic is going to be. It's true. Some towns, uh, Bloomington has always been huge. Just the, the people seem to flock to the convention in Bloomington that I attend. And that's probably one of the smaller places that yeah, has one. and that's a, a small one. And the, the, the smaller one that I do up in uh, nor, uh, northwest Indiana, uh, NW Icon, is the same way. This, there's a crowd up there that just just comes to those every year and and it's just packed yeah and i i'll second that i went to that this year for the first time and i was amazed how packed it was it was elbow to elbow in that building and that i think they can do some of that without much uh advertising whereas some of these i i i don't think it's hard to even know if they're doing advertising because a lot of this stuff we we may see them see advertising for the show, but it could be just on their web page, and you have to be following them to even see that. Right. So it, it may not be reaching the people that it needs to reach. Well, if anybody can write a book on how to figure these things out, let us know and email me at uh, santarobpodcast at gmail.com, and uh, I'll uh, let Ron know what the responses are, and we'll write a book on it ourselves. But... It's been 11 years since I've been going to these shows with you. Now, here comes the interesting cosplayer. Don't know who that is, but it's, it's cool. A, it's a Chewbacca. It, it, that's a funny Chewie, but okay. It's a, it's, it's a one of the different Chewbaccas well, I guess from I'm, the Chewbacca family. I guess I'm out of touch, but that's not surprising, <laughs> which segues into what I was going to say. 11 years ago, Ron convinced me or asked me. He didn't convince me. I just agreed. Uh, went to the first show with him in Cincinnati and I was weirded out by the whole situation the whole scene because I'm thinking wow nerd fest and I remember going this is the most bizarre thing I've ever done and now it's like I can't wait to see where the next one is that we're going to <laughs> so and this one so this one here in Dayton so far hasn't been that full of cosplayers so it's not all that unusual that's true, though they're, they're starting to come in more and more as the day progresses. Right. I mean, right now it's early here. What is it? It's 1 o'clock. Yeah, it's it's going on 2. So, yeah, I mean, the, the show closes at 5 today. So we could see a lot between now and 5. We could see a lot tomorrow. You, you never know what you're going to see at these shows. But um, I think what I'm going to do is 
wander around and maybe talk to a couple other artists and see uh, see what they got to say and get their take on a few things. And uh, I'll be back in just a brief minute or two. Sounds like a plan. All right, I am back, and I'm with my buddy Matthew, who's going to talk a little bit about what he does. I've been going to these shows now with Ron for about 11 years, and one of my favorite things to do is steal his friends. (laughs) So Matt's going to tell you a little about what he does and uh, what's going on and how the show is for him so far. By the way, Rob, mission accomplished on that. We've become fast friends, and... Ron's all the way in the dust now, and I appreciate that. Everybody loves Santa. What can I say? (laughs) Well, I'm I'm Matt Skillern. Uh, I do a comic book called The Freaking Future and another comic book called The Comic. Um, I do all sorts of commissioned work and freelance work. Uh, In a nutshell, that's kind of what I do. Anything and everything. All sales end in hugs. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't charge for hugs. No, no. They're all free. That's a bonus. It's all free. how, How long have you been doing this? Uh, honestly, man, I don't ever remember not drawing. So, like, obviously when I was old enough to pick up a pencil or a pen or a, or a crayon. So, so you've, you know, you've always three, had four, the... Three, four, five, six, whenever that starts. The or, creative uh, gene was in you. Yeah, I've always loved drawing. I, I always tell people I think part of the reason I stayed with it is because I had people encourage me young. You know, I, I think sometimes maybe there's... There's a kernel of talent there, and if people nurture it, it can grow into something that's weird, like mine. <laughs> and where can people find your art online? Uh, Skillful Studios. Just look for me at Skillful Studios on Instagram. That's the best place to find me. And I'm looking at his stuff right now, and I'm telling you, he's colorful, he's unique, and if he doesn't have what you're looking for, he'll make it for you. Yes, yes sir. I take commissions at shows. You can DM me online, and I'll, I'll set something up, but I take new work all the time. So. And every time you turn around, Matthew's going to be at another Comic-Con. Annoying people. Anno- yeah. <laughs> Normally me. No, 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 I take that back. Normally it's me annoying him. It's it's mo- most the show. I try to go over there most the show and spend most of my time in front of you. So. <laughs> As you can tell, we don't get along. So anyway, we'll wander around a little bit more, see who else we can bother, and uh, we'll be back in a few. We are wandering around the Gem City Comic Con right now, and I ran into a guy just now who I met for the first time 11 years ago, and he, he still admits that he knows me. But he has to because, well, I'm Santa, and, well, we know the good list, bad list thing. But uh, Dave Akins is with me. You can't prove any of this. <laughs> There's no video footage. This is audio. Dave is one of the illustrators for Spongebob and that's what uh, brought me uh, to meet him the first time back in Cincinnati 11 years ago. Dave, what are you doing in, uh, in uh, Dayton? That's a good question. What are we doing in Dayton? Oh man, we're in, so, you know, I've been uh, happy to be a part of this show uh, for I think since the second year. So uh, this has been a yearly uh, show for a long time and it's always great to be here and see everybody and spend a weekend in good old Dayton. And if you're going to spend time anywhere, it's got to be Dayton. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, first on the list. <laughs> now, I mentioned SpongeBob, but obviously you do a whole lot more. Just get, look, 
t tell everybody kind of what you're selling and what you're doing here and just a brief rundown of what you do. Oh, man. Well, I, uh, I'm a commercial artist. I've been doing this for, uh, geez, we're getting near 30 years now. Um, and my specialty is what we call licensed characters, which would be any sort of character like Mickey Mouse or uh, SpongeBob or Dora. Um, I started working with Nickelodeon in 2001 with Dora the Explorer, and I am one of Nick's uh, main publishing artists. Which means that I do stuff like books or DVD covers when they DVDs were a thing and video game covers, but a lot of books for different publishers uh, around the world. Uh, these days, mostly Random House, and they're lovely to work for. Um, and these days, uh, well, shoot, over the past 20 years, it's been, uh, I think, around 25 different licensed characters for the publishers, uh, ranging from Nickelodeon characters like... Dora and Diego and Spongebob and Paw Patrol and Shimmer and Shine and Blaze and Team Umizoomi and Backyardigans and Nihau Kailand and, jeez, uh, I'm sure there's more. And then other characters uh, like Cat in the Hat and Dinosaur Train and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and uh, these days uh, John Cena's Elbow Grease characters. Uh, You're part of John Cena? John Cena. John Cena created a children's book but character. But you can't see him. Uh, yep, yep, never, uh, never, you know, ah, and uh, this is uh, extremely important, uh, appropriate for, for this uh, discussion. John Cena, uh, I, I was a big fan of the Charlton Compa characters growing up, and John Cena became Peacemaker, which was hysterical. And if you've seen the show, there is, I think, almost an entire episode where he's just in his tidy whities <laughs> and, uh, and as I kind of sat there watching, I thought... Uh, in in all my years of drawing, illustrating the 200 plus books, that is the first writer I've ever worked with that I've seen in their underwear, and that has never ever been on my list of like checklist. <laughs> I've never had any book ever where I've thought, oh, who wrote this? And have I seen them in their underwear? <laughs> no. But now, and of course, it, it figures it's the one that, that supposedly you, you're not supposed to be able to see. Correct. And no, no, right there, there he is uh, in his, in his tidy whiteies looking, I mean, looking fantastic, that, that jerk. But um, that was a weird, that was a weird, like, like this guy, this guy help, helps pay my mortgage. And, and there he is, tidy whiteies. This is a podcast that should be a... To, to you and yourself only, so I'm thinking we may have to do a uh, Slaying It With Dave uh, separate podcast in the future, but hey Dave, if, pe if people want to see your work online, can they go online and buy it anywhere? Uh, I don't do a lot of online sales, but uh, you can take a look at uh, some of the work I do on Instagram uh, with, under Dave Akins. Um and then, uh, you know, I'm, I'm around on Facebook, uh, Art of Dave Akins and uh, what threads is now a thing i don't know any of this stuff but i think instagram in terms of just seeing some of the uh, the portraits that i do i like to do kind of uh celebrity uh, pop culture portraits to take a break from the uh, cartoon characters and uh, flex a little different skills um yeah so there so, so so would you would you agree to eventually do a full podcast with me Oh, you want verbal commitment? I want verbal commitment. Oh, hey, this. Geez. Hey, he knows better than to upset Santa. Oh, uh, you know, uh, what? 
it's not written commitment, right? No, it's not written. Okay, commitment. well, verbal, sure, and, and, sure. And, and and to keep it safe, we'll keep it uh, audio only, and because uh, <laughs> I don't want to see you in your underwear. Yes, well, <laughs> hey, and who does? I, I'm sure the writers are sitting there, like right back at you, Dave. We've never thought, hmm. I've never seen any of my artists, and yeah, no, this is this is a lovely, appropriate uh, discussion, but. That's just what happens when you got when you're working with John Cena. I don't even know if if I've ever you know I'm always, I always question whether or not John has seen any of this, um, but uh, but you know and the actually the the reality of it, wonderful uh, his team wonderful to work for. Uh, those books went by uh, so smooth and uh, so yeah, it was quite a pleasure to be able to be a part of uh, of, of that stuff. Well, this this has been fun. I know you've got to finish getting set up for uh, for the day, and we'll see what's going on. Dave, thank you for spending some time with me, and I'm going to get a commitment out of you one way or the what other. What choice did I have, Santa? <laughs> see? See? You core them. You give them the guilt trip, and uh, then we can quiz them later on, uh, on some other serious stuff. I still Be- want that Zeppelin I asked for about 20, 30, no. Is that the lead one? <laughs> 45 years ago. <laughs> Anyway, we're, we're going to let Dave get back to work. I'm going to wander around and harass some more people, and uh, we'll be back in a little bit. All right, I'm wandering around the show again, and uh, I ran into another guy that I've ran into several times before at other shows, and he's going to tell you his name and what he does. Hi, my name is Silo Draw, uh, a.k.a. my real name is Silas, and uh, I draw funny, goofy pictures and sell them. Funny, goofy pictures, and, I'm, and well, you're looking at a bunch of them right now, right across from you, but how, how would you describe your style? I'd say my style is definitely uh, heavily inspired by anime, but also I feel like I put a nice twist on it of my own creative take, and uh, a little bit of comic books are in there somewhere. And how long have you been doing this? I've been doing this ever since I can remember, ever since I was a little kid. I've been drawing, coloring, uh, I used to get in trouble for drawing on my homework all the time at school, so, you know, <laughs> long time. I like that. I like it. And, and looking at your stuff, you're, 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 you're very colorful. There's, I see a lot of different styles. I see several different influences. Do you have any particular uh, artists that inf- influence you more than anybody? Um, I'd probably say uh, Kira Toriyama, who was the creator of Dragon Ball Z. Uh, growing up, I watched Dragon Ball Z all the time, and that was one of the things that got me inspired to draw. That's cool. Can people find your artwork online anywhere? Yeah, people can find me on any social media site uh, at Silo Draw, S-I-L-O Draw. So, yeah, thank you. Well, very cool. Get out there, look for his stuff. I think you'll like what you see. And uh, I'll be back later. All right, well, I'm back again. I'm sitting down at the table with Ron. And, uh, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed the uh, little impromptu talks I've had with uh, a handful of the uh, illustrators and artists here in Gem City and... uh, Yeah, it's just fun doing this kind of stuff. And on another note, uh, for the first time in forever, Ron and I actually had a decent hotel. I'm not convinced that every room was decent, but, you know, it it, it wasn't terrible. Which lately, uh, uh, that's quite a feat, so we'll take it. We could easily do a, uh, a podcast just on the hotels we've been in just in the past two years. Because things seem to have taken a nosedive after uh, 
the disaster that we know as 2020 is lifted. It's like nobody wants to work and there's no money left in hotels. And so we, I won't even get started on that, but we had an amazing dinner last night at a nice mom and pop pizza joint called uh, Joe's Pizzeria. We had some great ice cream at a place called... Uh, Rip Wrap Shake Shack. Rip Wrap Shake Shack, which is not easy to say because it sounds like Gary Richrath Shake Shack in my head because, well, everything sounds like Richrath to me. But that's a whole other story that we could talk about on another podcast. But, yeah, but uh, any last words today, Ron? I don't think so. Hopefully we have a great day today and, uh, and a safe trip home. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been uh, it's been a fun weekend. Not the busiest weekend we've ever had. The whole thing wraps up today at uh, four o'clock, which means we can get home at a reasonable time. And so all we need today is a, a decent sales day and a good drive home, and we'll get back to business tomorrow. And what's our next Comic Con? The next one is uh, Indie Pop Con at the end of August. End of August. Wow, and I've got a lot going in August because that's when my daughter Samantha heads off to college. So, a lot, a lot happening this summer as we slide into the fall months. But anyway, thanks for listening to this uh, impromptu podcast with Slain It with Santa Rob, and uh, we will check in uh, well next next Friday with a brand new uh, full episode of Slain It. I'll talk to you later.